The One Micronesia Podcast is brought to you by Docomo Pacific. Better together. Hafidi, greetings. Mogasin and Yakwe. You're watching the One Micronesia Podcast. We're back here with another episode. And in this one, man, I'm excited to sit down with these two to find out how this project came to be or how this project came to life. Such an amazing project. We'll talk to them. We'll get to know about, you know, how it all started. But to kick it off here, I do have Clay Cruz and Andrew Yamada. Uh, the the two behind Voices Rising, the Instagram, the project that is pretty much uh, taking uh, way, kicking waves. I mean, uh, out in the Marshall Islands. So, uh, guys, thank you so much uh, for the time. I know you guys are not in the Marshall Islands. You guys are, are back in the States, but you guys are doing so much for uh, for the project. So uh, let's just start with uh, a quick introduction. Tell us more about you guys. We'll start with uh, Clay. How's it going? Clay here. Uh, kind of co-creators, co-founders of a small media team that started this project and um, met through college, met at Walla Walla University in Washington, uh, grew up in Southern California and met Andrew at college. And we both actually happened to have two interests, which was service and media. And so make a long story short, we both were actually able to, to teach in the Marshall Islands. And that's how we kind of were, you know, awoken to all the things that are happening out there in the islands and meeting the people and um, upon coming back just kind of reflecting on the experience and thinking like what could we do um, that's just more than just you know a year of teaching or two years of teaching and so we thought you know why not put our our skills our professions to use and and keep that connection there and keep those relationships there and that's at least how the initial idea kind of was was started through you know, just continuing those relationships that we met during our teaching, teaching time. Nice. And, and Andrew, tell us more about, you know, how, how you guys got the, the, to the Marshall Islands. Was it, was it part of like a, a teaching program that, that from, from the college to the Marshall Islands, was it something that you guys signed up for? How did that happen? Yes. Great question. So Walla Walla University has a service program where you can sign up and volunteer. And we both, um, by chance actually happened to choose the Marshall Islands. We actually went at different years. I think I went on uh, the 2019 to 2020 school year and Clay went a little bit before that. Um, but yeah, we definitely noticed that there was a lot of interesting stories. And one of the best ways to tell stories is through media. And so uh, like Clay said, a lot of stuff has led to this moment and we're so excited to be here. Wow. Um, so let's talk about it. You know, now I want to get both of your impressions. You know, first, I was like, I thought you guys went at the same time, but knowing now that you guys went at different times, uh, let's, take, let's, let's talk about your first impressions right when you got off the plane. You're in the Marshall Islands for the first time. You're about to, to work on an island for a certain amount of years. So, Clay, tell us more about your uh, first impressions of the Marshall Islands. It, it's wild to think about what I used to think or, you know, what I expected, maybe because now I'm just so immersed and literally just know so much <laughs> compared to the average North American. Um, but I just remember being kind of in disbelief that there were islands that were that small with that many people living on them. Like growing up through grade school, high school and in college, I really had no idea that the Marshall Islands even existed, like no clue. <laughs> and then to get there and to, to, to be like flying in the plane and you're about to land and you look, and you don't see any land <laughs> out the window, you just see ocean. It's just a pretty, it's exciting, but it's just a crazy feeling. And then 
you know, like I said, so many people live there. So meeting the people and finding out that the, the United States in particular and the Marshall Islands have such a long history and, and there's just so much there that is to be discovered and so many stories to be told. I was just kind of like in awe. And like, I still am because you still learn new stories every day that, you know, from nuclear history to climate change, the two countries are interwoven and, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's just like, I'm left in awe a lot, I would say. And then, uh, Andrew? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I actually grew up on the island of Oahu in Hawaii. And so growing up in Hawaii, we, there is a lot of overlap between Micronesians and Pacific Islanders as well. And so I kind of had an idea of like the Marshallese people and, and, and how Islanders were. I remember when I was going on the plane, looking out, I was astonished by how narrow the island was. I, I had seen, you know, you, you can go on Google Maps, you can see pictures of it, but nothing replaces the experience of like actually looking at it for the first time and seeing like this very, very narrow uh, atoll. And then I also remember stepping off the plane, just getting completely enveloped in humidity and also warmth from other people because it's a very, uh, very happy, positive people out there. And so, yeah, to answer your question, first impressions, those, that was that's what came to mind right there. Wow. And then, you know, like, like you said, um, before you, before doing this and, and really getting into the whole media side of, of things you guys were teaching. So let's talk about, you know, I mean, you guys, I have so much, uh, teaching experiences and the, 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 the good times and, and seeing, you know, seeing it through the, 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 the kids that you teach every single day, but talk, talk about some of the experiences with, with you guys and, and how you, inter- how you interact with kids and how they interact with you guys. So much fun. First, first and foremost, just a lot of fun, uh, kind of overcoming the, the feeling of incompetence at first, personally, like, you know, am I, am I good enough? Can I, can I offer something? And then finding out that you can, but also that it's reciprocated through the students as well. And so just for me, a big, big learning experience every day was, just exhausting, but in a good way. Um, and, you know, it's the, it's really the whole reason why we are doing what we're doing there is because of those relationships formed, you know, through teaching. Um, I'm trying to think, if, I, I might have a story to share. Let me think if he- Yeah, I, t- teaching, after that experience, I had maybe 10 times the amount uh, of respect more for teachers than I have. I, I respect the teachers, but af- after actually experiencing what teaching is like, it really just broadened my horizons and perspectives. Um, something that I really enjoyed about teaching was getting to know like groups of people, family, not through like a peer, like not through the adult per se, but through the eyes of like a child or like someone that's younger. Um, and a lot of the people I met were through my students, which was really cool. And it was a great to connect with the community in that way. Um, like Clay said, it, it was such fulfilling work. I, I remember waking up and being stoked like every single day that I was going out and knowing exactly who I was impacting and seeing them right in front of me. You know, there's not a lot of other professions where you have that level of fulfillment. And so it was, it was really eye-opening. It was really an incredible experience, fun, also very tiring. Um, and the program is such that if you want to get involved with things beyond teaching, you can do that. And so I remember I was, we, we both did a little bit of sports out there, um, the teaching, 
a lot of extracurriculars. And so you, you, we really had a great opportunity to spend time with the kids, literally from sunrise to sunset, essentially. <laughs> so it, it was very immersive. Yeah, it, kind of what he was saying, the after school stuff, I think was a special part. You know, I, I think you, you coach volleyball? Basketball. Bas- basketball. So we both coach basketball. They love basketball. And that, that's, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah highlight. Not expecting that, but it turned out to be, you know, one of the things that we did the most was, you know, practice games and all that. And, and, you know, that furthers the relationships even more. And then just like, I found that what I really liked doing was kind of like introducing new ideas or new perspectives or just like offering something where the students would say, wow, that's so cool. Like I had no idea or just being excited to learn and excited to experience something new. So for example, some of them that I was teaching like eighth and ninth grade had really not spent any time in the water, (laughs) which was very shocking to me. And so just going out and doing simple stuff because I taught science. So doing simple stuff like tide pooling, you know, outside of the classroom Mm -hmm. with all the kids and showing them like, look at all this life that's living around you, you know, where you live every day. It's, it's so abundant and so interesting too. And just to see their reactions and their excitement for learning about, you know, their home too, um, was really special. Well, there's so many volunteers from the U S have come through the islands, you know, talk about from Palau to the Saipan all the way to Marshall islands and, and Nauru and Kiribati. And, but I think the, the, the really cool ones are ones like you too, where you, you go and you serve and you fall in love with the islands and then now instead of, you know, you, you, you turn around and you're like, okay, this is what I want to focus on. And this is what, what I want to give back to, to, to this island that took care of me for four years of your, of, of your time as you, as you were teaching or doing uh, service back, uh, to the island. So it's so cool to see, you know, uh, uh, folks like you two uh, who are really giving back. You know, we talk about, I mean, one of the, the, the pioneers of this is Father Francis Hazel. You know, he... He came to the islands, you know, uh, right at the, the the end of World War II, and he taught at Savior High School when it first started, and he fell in love, and he came back and did a whole research institution, which is now called Micronesian Seminar. So, you know, when, when we see folks like you guys come out and just fall in love and with the islands and the people and kind of turn around and be like, hey, I want to give back in, in some way possible and what you guys are doing especially in this era of technology and media is such a cool thing so guys we're going to take a break thank you so much we're going to take a break we'll be back when we come back we're going to talk about this amazing project that you guys got uh, going on voices rising we'll talk about that how it all started coming up after this you're watching the one micronesia podcast it's being brought to you by dokumo pacific it is better together Need a new phone? Trade in now and get up to $500 off our best 5G devices. Trade in your older phone in any condition and step up to better savings and speeds only our 5G network can provide. Check out our website and catch up on the best mobile experience. Trade in now. Docomo Pacific, better together. Building on the past, we at Docomo Pacific Business believe in helping businesses move forward and together, changing the way we get things done to make you and your company reach your highest potential. Trust in our commitment to bring you the best solutions for all your business goals. We are Docomo Pacific Business. 
Let's work better together. Half a day and yakwe. We're back here. One Micronesia podcast. Wow. What a talk so far. Got to know these two. Waited to, to just find out about a place when you're in college. Not only that, but you're like, hey, I'm going to go over there and, and teach and, 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 and give back. After that, they're like, we're going to give more back to the community in a whole digital uh, uh, perspective. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm back here with Clay and Andrew, the the two behind the amazing project out of the Marshall Islands. It's called Voices Rising. Guys, tell me about the how did this amazing idea turn into reality? Tell us more about how it came to be. Yeah, so like you said, um, came back from teaching, and then Andrew and the group is beyond just us two. Obviously, there's. There's a few more core team members, especially in the music department, which <laughs> we're not as savvy in personally. Um, and But we saw the talent that was around us and we saw kind of the hunger to just do projects that were maybe outside of the scope of expectation <laughs> for, for where we were in our professional careers. Um, but we knew it was work that would be important and work that wasn't, more importantly, work that wasn't being done enough. Obviously, there's a ton of great people that we drew inspiration from before doing this project, like Kathy Kitchener and others who have done great media work um, to raise awareness for climate change and nuclear history in the Marshall Islands. Um, but we knew we could offer, you know, another another branch of work that was already being done. And it kind of just happened over conversation. You know, you're just talking like, oh, we should make a podcast about this because we were just talking and throwing ideas around and it just started slowly formulating into reality when we were able to enter into a, a media pitch competition, kind of like Shark Tank, um, but for independent films and projects um, that needed a kind of like a kickstart. And we actually won second place, which was awesome, uh, pitching this idea. Um, and, and that was back in 2019. Feels like a long time. Yeah. <laughs> So that was 2019. We had a lot of momentum. We went 10K. And so after that, we said, oh, shoot, I, I guess, you know, this project people want to hear more about and people are interested in and not just Marshallese people. These are people we pitched to in California. And so they were very interested in the project and supportive. And so that's kind of how it got rolling. And then we, we before we knew it, we were off. <laughs> and um, I'll let Andrew kind of, well, yeah, you can kind of explain the, the trip. Trip one. Right. Yeah. That, that $10,000 was really instrumental in, in just sparking and funding really the, the first trips to Marshall Islands islands. So uh, our other teammate, Jared Jamison and clay, they decided to go to the Marshall islands for a solid three months of filming. I was already there cause I was teaching during that, that year. And so there was a three month period where all three of us, were on the islands at the same time. This was pre-COVID, mm-hmm. right? So it was it was very easy to go to <laughs> to the Marshall Islands, um, and from from what I remember, it was three months of constantly like connecting with the community, mm-hmm. recording with artists. They we had a friend in the Marshall Islands that let us borrow his house, essentially as not just the the lodging for Clay and Jared, but also the recording studio. So. Um, in the in the teaser and other parts like you'll see like this home studio type of thing and so they were able to invite other artists uh, every week every day almost to record and create music 
while simultaneously uh, filming their experiences uh, in the Marshall Islands. And so that was a three month sprint of, of content, of just documentation and everything. Um, and, and then the pandemic, pandemic hit, yeah. you want, you want to pick up? Yeah. So this was in March. Cra- a, cra- was a March, crazy, so. very full and exciting three months, meeting a lot of different artists on the islands, hearing stories. And it was somewhat, it was kind of a mix between a production trip, but also a pre-production trip. You know, we, we kind of, we, we knew going into this project, we wanted to make a film. That was like the goal film based around music. That's kind of like, we kept it very simple <laughs> to raise awareness for the Marshall Islands and, and just not only raise awareness back in the States, but also to give, you know, more of a sense of pride, identity, confidence, like we talked about a little bit before the show, um, building confidence in youth particularly um, was something that we had in the back of our minds as we entered into this project. And so I think throughout the first three months that we were there in production slash pre-production, uh, we collected, recorded about, I think it's like 12 or 13 original songs, um, some of which are not released yet. And all the content, the video content, the music content that we're releasing now, all happened within that three month time frame. <laughs> and so we were, we've been holding on to it because as soon as the pandemic hit, we didn't, like everyone else, we had no idea what was happening. We had no idea how long it was going to last, how serious things were. And so our mindset was, well, let's just pause. Let's hold all the content that we have. And we're going to, because we always had plans to go back for a trip too, follow-up trip, but we just didn't know uh, how long the pandemic was going to last. And so we still have not done that second trip because we've been waiting. Um, but we were waiting so long where we just kind of decided as a team, let's just start, instead of releasing everything at once, like we originally planned, let's just turn this into more of a like a media page, a media project, rather than just like a singular mm-hmm. um, film, standalone film with music. And so that's why you see like, we're popcorning these shorter form pieces of content out. You see a poetry video, you'll see music videos, and we're releasing things as we go, not taking away from the final film, <laughs> but adding to it. And, and so that's kind of where we are right now is, is a little bit of a waiting game as to when we're gonna go back. Um, and the story has slightly pivoted since then as well. We've, we've honed in more of a, I guess you could say main characters. Yeah, exactly. If you want to talk about the main characters. <laughs> well, I think um, what is interesting about the Marshallese people is, and a lot of people don't know this, but they're spread out across the entire U.S. Yeah. In addition to having their own like homeland country. And so us connecting with Marshallese people on the island led us to connections on uh, in the United States. And so that's how we actually connected with Mark Harmony. Um, Mark Harmony is in Arkansas. They're not, they're not in, <laughs> they're not in the Marshall Islands. And so uh, we had a second trip after that uh, big three month trip uh, in August of 2020. And we were able to uh, meet Mark Harmony connect create another two, three songs. Yeah, and and the music video that you saw, the songs that you saw, that you've seen released already, all happened within like the span of a week from from scratch. (laughs) So it's just pretty incredible how creative and and like hype that crew was to just just go, you know? And it's like, you know, yeah, we're we're helping with the video side of things, but really we just want to be there to enable it. Like all the creativity, all the messaging, like it's not really us. It's, it's, it's Mark Harmony. It's 
Carney and Jobert, it's Barab and, and all those others. Um, and so it's, it's just a lot of fun and it makes it even easier for us, I think. Oh, yeah. Most of <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's I mean, like you said, you're, you're just uh, you're just pr- uh, providing a platform for them to, to come on and showcase their talent as, as youths of of the Marshall Islands and, and of Micronesia. That's 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 amazing, man. And you guys are doing such a great job. You know, the project is huge. I mean, we talk about volume one. It's already out. So let's talk about some of the the the, the content uh, and then the, the meaning behind some of the songs. Yeah. So. I think, is there four songs? I think there's four songs in, the, in volume one. And they're not just songs, though. They're not just fun, you know, boppy songs. They, each song has specific meaning to a specific artist. And for some of the, the songs are in complete Marshallese. And so for our North American audience, I know I've been seeing some uh, like comments like, oh, can this be also in English? Or I don't know what it's saying, but I know it's so beautiful. Uh, and each song kind of either has to do with cultural cultural pride or pride for their islands, but also could be climate change. Also, there is a song, Inanna by AIM, which I hope you uh, interview in the future. Uh, we have a lot more songs with them as well. Um, their song, Inanna, uh, is actually talking about the nuclear legacy and just kind of what it feels like to think back about that dark time for their people. And it's just so cool because it's a way that they can actually just release the emotions and express the emotions, not only, not only of themselves, but of the community that's around them, which is another reason why I think people are connecting so much with the music, not just that it sounds good, but because there's stories behind them um, and, and deep meaning as well. Yeah. Maybe it's possible that some people don't realize that these artists completely wrote these songs. Yeah. Like just the, the artists. Yeah. It was, yeah. It's not us telling them what to say. I mean, we, we come to them, basically the pitch is, hey, we're doing this project and we want to raise awareness to people back in the States or people around the world really about the Marshall Islands. We want to share with the world how cool this place is, how cool um, the people is there, but also that they have, they have these challenges that they're trying to overcome and they'd like you to hear about it and they'd like you to know about it. And what better way to do that but through music and through poetry and so, you know, we kind of say that to them and we, and we say, what, what would you like to share, if anything? And so Carney and Joe Bird's song, actually, they had already written ahead of time. So that was that was super easy. They just needed someone to help record it because they had never professionally recorded anything. And so we heard the song and they translated it for us. And obviously we heard the harmonies just like just like you guys did for the first time. And we were just blown away. Yeah. And we knew like this has to be recorded. This has to be put out there. Um, and some of the other songs like Jumbo with Barab, that's something that was a little bit more collaborative. Um, he's a very talented writer and uh, like melody maker and just super good with um, creating flow with his with his songs. And he's already kind of on uh, established in the Marshallese music scene anyways. And so that's kind of how we found him. And I told him what, what would be a song where because he, he grew up in Arkansas, but came back to the islands. And I said, what was that experience like? What was that experience like for you coming back to, to home, you know, after being in the States for so long? Because I know so many Marshallese people are back in the States and they miss it. And so that's kind of where the song Jumbo was born from, is that idea of what it would feel like to come back home. Wow. That's that's amazing. And like I said, um, we talked about, you know, you guys just giving them a platform and and them stepping up to the plate, knowing that, and, and I know they've learned through song, I mean, through 
I mean, when it comes to music and, and pretty much our our our, our whole uh, culture, cultural and traditions have been passed down orally through through generation and through songs and, and, and through uh, storytelling. So having something like this was something that's easy for them. It's just that they just needed a platform to jump on. And you guys provided that. So that's amazing. And thank you guys again. All right, guys, we're going to take a break. But when we come back, we're going to talk about the future of Voices Rising. Is there is there going to be a uh, is there going to be volume two, volume three there? You talk about that big movie at the end of the at the end of the road. So we'll talk more about that. What to expect? What's next for uh, Voices Rising? You're watching the One Micronesia podcast. We'll be back after this. Need a new phone? Trade in now and get up to $500 off our best 5G devices. Trade in your older phone in any condition and step up to better savings and speeds only our 5G network can provide. Check out our website and catch up on the best mobile experience. Trade in now. Docomo Pacific, better together. Building on the past, we at Docomo Pacific Business believe in helping businesses move forward and together, changing the way we get things done to make you and your company reach your highest potential. Trust in our commitment to bring you the best solutions for all your business goals. We are Docomo Pacific Business. Let's work better together. All right, we're back. Greetings. One of my Greetings podcasts. We're almost... To the end here, uh, we're, st- we're still here with uh, Clay Cruz and Andrew Yamada, the two behind uh, Voices Rising, the project out in the Marshall Islands. Uh, it's a digital, pretty much they're doing everything uh, uh, when it comes to uh, the media, the multimedia digital side. Uh, so, guys, let's talk about it. Um, what's next for Voices Rising? I know you guys did a whole lot, a whole lot before pre-pandemic, during, pe- during the pandemic. Uh, to put together volume one. Uh, so let's talk about what's next for Voices Rising. I think uh, there's always content coming out, especially this year. So there's going to be some short form YouTube uh, videos coming out. Um, and we'll release a single coming up in March. March is a big month. It's going to be a big month for Voices Rising because it's a big month for the Marshall Islands. It's the nuclear uh, history kind of month and nuclear legacy uh their national nuclear legacy day is March one. And so it's kind of, we're going to kick it, kick started off with some content there. Um, and then following up, I believe our goal is a- mid April for volume two. So it'll be four to five songs, another collection of songs there to add on to the first volume. And, and then aside from that, uh, hopefully the film. <laughs> wow. I mean, let's, so let's talk about this. Uh, you guys, that film at the end of the, at the end of the, the road there. Well, hopefully not the end of the road. At, at the end of this phase. I mean, talk about a phase, right? There's probably, there's probably phase one. You guys are almost down, done with phase one. You know, I, and I hope you guys continue to do this and, and build from it. And I think that I mean, people like me on, on the west side of Micronesia is enjoying the content that you guys are putting out uh, in, in, in retrospect to uh, what's happening out in um, in the Marshall Islands. You could talk about climate change, the, the, the nuclear side of things. Uh, so uh, let's talk about that movie like something that can a little sample or something you know people watching right now could 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 at least a little preview of what people expect oh man it's hard to it's hard to put into words uh the vision that we have for it but if 
if I could, if I could try to summarize it into one sentence where the film is, is going, hopefully it would be, uh, you're following a, a musical odyssey of Mark Carmony as they travel throughout the Marshall Islands to create music, learn about their culture and heritage and raise awareness about the stories from the Marshall Islands and what's happening. I feel like it's, it's a film of like reconnection in a way um, because Mark Harmony has never been to Marshall Islands yet they are Marshallese and, and which is complete that and that exists for not just them but for thousands of young Marshallese Americans where like they they are you know ethnically Marshallese but they've not never actually connected with their islands in a concrete way like visiting there so it's going to be a very cool journey to to watch them experience things for the first time and also very interesting to see how uh, the Marshallese people connect with them, you know, uh, on the islands. So what do you guys envision for past phase one? We've, we've talked about this in length for since 2019, actually. <laughs> um, some of the things that we think would be really cool is uh, to, to connect with, continue to connect with young people in the islands um, every year, possibly by doing some musical workshops, media workshops, just giving back to the youth that are up and rising and coming up would be really cool. I know we've also talked about, uh, you know, more on a financial sense, like continue trying to support some of these local grassroots nonprofits that are starting up in the islands um, and supporting their work through that means. Um, and who knows, maybe maybe uh, another another film um, in, in the far off future if, if this one goes well. But um, there is no limit to how we want to, this is not supposed to be a, like a one and done type of thing. This is a relationship we want to continue nurturing for hopefully the rest of our lives, if you can. And it looks like with the power of technology, that's it makes it more and more possible that it's a yeah. reality. Amen. I like that. All right, guys, thank you so much. We're going to take a break, but when we come back, we're going to wrap things up. Uh, last messages, social media, where can people find you guys? You're watching the One Micronesia podcast. It's been brought to you by Docomo Pacific, and it's better together. Need a new phone? Trade in now and get up to $500 off our best 5G devices. Trade in your older phone in any condition and step up to better savings and speeds only our 5G network can provide. Check out our website and catch up on the best mobile experience. Trade in now. Docomo Pacific, better together. Building on the past, we at Docomo Pacific Business believe in helping businesses move forward and together, changing the way we get things done to make you and your company reach your highest potential. Trust in our commitment to bring you the best solutions for all your business goals. We are Docomo Pacific Business. Let's work better together. All right, we're, st we're back here at the last part of the podcast. We're, we're still here with Clay and Andrew, the two behind the project, Voices Rising. So, guys, before we close out here, uh, for, for people who follow, who are big fans of Voices Rising, or somebody who's watching the podcast for the first time and finding about, uh, you know, about what's happening with the project and feeling inspired, what message would you guys have for them? Thank you so much for supporting the project. Um, it, it's just beginning. <laughs> and to join the journey of both watching 
the content and also if if they're interested in financially supporting the project please check out voices.rising on instagram that's voices.rising uh, send us a dm uh tell us what you liked what uh and and how you want to help the project um, we're also starting up a youtube channel that we're trying to drive traffic to and grow as well which is going to be for more of the longer form content um, for the next couple of months and so that is also voices rising on on youtube and yeah any any support is welcome <laughs> awesome and and then uh clay any any last words a uh, message to the fans or somebody who's literally feeling inspired by what you guys are doing uh, just a thank you. Thank you to everyone who's been a part of the journey from the artists to people that uh, comment on Instagram and YouTube, um, people that send me text messages, DM, people who have supported financially. Um, it, this project is growing. It's growing every day and it's making impacts on people's lives um, in, in really awesome ways. And we're just getting started. <laughs> it's, you know, it, it's, it's going to be cool to see um, what more there is um, down the road and, and we're excited for it. And so thank you for sticking with us and continue to do so, please. All right. Thank you guys so much. So again, before I go, uh, throw it out there, the Instagram, the YouTube page, and where else can people find you guys? Literally anywhere. Just just search up Voices Rising. If it's Facebook, if TikTok, it's, Facebook, if it's Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, yeah, anywhere, like you'll see Voices Rising. Our, right? our umbrella company that's that behind Voices Rising is After 95 Creative. So if you see that, don't be scared. That's also us. <laughs> um, but yeah, just Voices Rising and, and you'll find us anywhere. All right. Gentlemen, thank you so much. What an awesome talk to find out about how the project started, how it's going and where it's going in the future. Thank you guys so much. You guys are doing such an amazing jo job, especially, uh, you know, bring, having a platform for, for young artists in the Marshall Islands to, to use, uh, to, to showcase their talents. That's such an amazing thing you guys are doing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, that pretty much wraps up another episode of the One Micronesia Podcast. My name is Victorious, and all I got to say is peace. The One Micronesia Podcast is brought to you by Docomo Pacific. Better together.